For the past one year or so, I've been battling depression. It's been a long journey, very hard to talk about, but uh, I had no choice when push came to show because this was a problem that had affected virtually every area of my life. My work performance had deteriorated and so had my relationships with my colleagues, my wife, my family members. Everyone around me was, it looked like, it felt like they were on the outside looking in, in into this world that had created for myself through my depression. I began to feel like I didn't belong. And all the time there was this dark cloud hanging over me. Like I always had a feeling that I would clock out anytime. My expiry date had arrived. The idea of taking my life did cross my mind a number of times. It was triggered by what I would call a stressful work environment and a situation at home that was not making me happy. And uh, it sort of became like a vicious cycle where uh, issues that would affect me at work would, I would, would end up affecting my relationship with my people at home. I was not getting any answers. And so I think I just sank into a very dark hole. That is depression. The first most obvious thing that I, looking back, that I realized was started happening was I began to lose sleep. I stopped talking to people about what I was feeling or what I was going through. I was just locked in this very small, deep, dark cage and uh, I had no way of coming out of there. Print journalists like me write for a living. And ironically, I'm a health journalist. I write about people's health. And some of the issues I was writing about include mental health. But I never imagined that I would have a mental health problem. Most of the time during that period, if I had to express myself, it, was, it would mostly come out as anger or frustration. So I didn't talk about it because first of all, I didn't know what it was that I was facing. And I was ashamed of it.
good to go. We are good. It's okay. It's okay. All right. All right. So we have uh, just uh, listened to a snippet from an interview done by Agri uh, Omboki on BBC where he was uh, given his experience battling depression and uh, first of all we just congratulate and uh, and really really say thank you to Agri for coming out to talk about such an issue that is, is uh, extremely stigmatized in our society and uh, Agri is a former colleague of mine is a health reporter and uh, when we used to work I never knew that he was going through such challenges he would always meet in the in the corridors and uh, have uh, chit chats here and there but I never knew that uh, he was having such uh, a time and it's an and it's a it's a it's a signal to all of us to always uh, be on the lookout to ensure that our relationships with uh, each other run deep uh, they are not just uh, on the surface they should be running deep with your colleagues with your friends you should be able to be uh, always checking on them and getting to know uh, what they are going through um, the talk of mental illness is increasingly becoming louder as the days go by. In Kenya, we're having more and more people who are coming out boldly to share their stories. And you know, your a story makes a, all of us have stories, but stories make a difference when you share them. And we're having all these people who are coming out to narrate their battles with uh, mental illnesses, bipolar disorders or depression other schizophrenia and the more they are talking the more other people are finding the courage to do the same and the government uh, seems to be trying to address it sometime last year the president had asked the health ministry to form a, a task force on mental illness i don't know what happened after it was formed if it was i think it was and i don't know what became of it and some time ago during the state of the nation address uh, the president announced that uh, uh, he was given an order for the setting up of an ultra modern mental health hospital so this is an issue that many people are beginning to uh, to uh, give attention to but giving attention is not enough what is the situation on the ground and Kenya as part of the global community it is estimated that one in four that is 25% of uh, people are likely to experience mental health illness at some point in their lives so if you're in a group of four people one of you is likely to experience it and what are some of the risk factors? What determines who is going to uh, uh, get diagnosed with a mental disorder? And the factors are many. 
some time ago i remember in 2017 uh when there were more cases of suicide being reported people were like this the economy because we were going towards a general election however the causes of depression and and other mental illnesses are more than just the economy they are broad and uh, some of them are based on biological factors such as the genetic makeup your genetic makeup when you look at your family tree do you have a history of of uh, mental uh, disorders that can predispose you um, we have pregnancy com- uh, complications as well and even some illnesses that somebody got when they were very young as they were uh, growing up then we have the psychosocial uh, factors like the personality of a person and even the thoughts that they harbor in their mind or the thoughts that they uh, entertain in their in their minds can also uh, uh, be uh, a causing factor and then we have this the social uh, social economic issues now this is all about the environment in which uh, a person finds themselves in what happens in that environment can also act as a trigger could it be an environment that has uh, let's say for example poverty uh, drug abuse uh, insecurity um, uh, a form of abuse physical emotional sexual those things that happen within an environment can also de- uh, can also determine whether somebody will be uh, uh, highly likely to contract a mental disorder so you see they are broad because if we were to look at only the economy and uh, and assume that uh, that this is why people are getting more uh, into depression and other mental illnesses then we would be saying that the rich and wealthy are not likely to get uh, some of these disorders which is false so you see that the more the the more the factors that we uh, that we could not down the more we are likely uh, the more people who are likely to get it um, so uh, yeah so th- those are just the three major uh, groups in which in which in which in which uh, the risk factors fall in now when you look at uh, the state of uh, mental uh, illness in Kenya uh, now that we know that it is there uh, do guys get treatment and the answer is not really a report by the Kenya National Commission on Human Rights estimated that 85% of people with mental disorders do not seek treatment. That means if you come across a group of five people who are experiencing a mental disorder, four of them will never seek, do not seek treatment. Four of them, that's a big proportion. Four out of five. So these four so these four people are guys who are our friends, our our family members, our colleagues, our drivers, our security personnel and even ourselves. Four out of five do not seek treatment. Number one is because of the stigma that comes with it. 
you don't want to go to a health to a health facility and once you're told that you have depression for instance uh, guys uh, leak your information by bad luck and everyone now gets to know that ah Joshua actually suffering from depression stigma is broad because it means that sometimes it even cripples the opportunities that that people might get an employer who's going through uh, a list of CVs and he decides to do a background check and gets to know that actually Joshua has depression and is actually under some medication uh, despite the skill set he'll be like hey I don't want I don't want trouble in my office let me go for somebody who's normal in quotes so there's that stigma and then we have uh, number two the uh, number two is just that lack of self-awareness you might be actually falling into depression but you're not really sure that you're actually in depressed sometimes you look at it like ah maybe it's just ah maybe it's just uh, a moody season you know maybe it's just work maybe it's just me being broke uh, maybe i'm just uh, not uh, being a good friend to my friends you know that lack of self awareness makes you not be in a in a in a, in a position of actually uh, believing that hey Um, the way I'm feeling, I need help. Most of the cases that uh, uh, that, that, that get diagnosed involve a third party telling a friend or a family member that, hey, I think you need help. And that's when the, the person is like, okay, let me do it. Okay, I think, I, think, I think you are right. I don't know. But as an individual, By the time somebody feels like, oh, okay, I think I need to see a psychiatrist, <laughs> very rarely does that somebody reach that point and, and people just wallow in, in stress and depression. So that lack of self-awareness is, 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 a, is, a, is a big cause. And then we have the lack of resources. The lack of resources in terms of uh, our facilities, in terms of uh, medication, and in terms of skilled personnel. Now, when we look at a, a hospital that we all know of, which is Mathari Hospital, and that now will act as that um, view of the entire country, what is the state of Mathari Hospital? We know it provides mental health services. And uh, there has been uh, there has been uh, several reports about the state of the hospital. Number one, that it has it, uh, it it has been underfunded for quite a while. And when the funds come, they come in late. Um, uh, they come kidogo. In that, uh, by the time the funds are coming, uh, there are many people who have been going to the hospital, patients to get their drugs, and they are told to go back home because the drugs are not available yet and the small amount of money that the hospital gets um, is used to solving the, 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 the necessities of now in that hospital, but they don't go into doing long-term effective things such as improving the infrastructure, etc., etc., etc. 
and uh, it has also been reported that there are a few uh, skilled personnel in that hospital and there's an audit report that was done by the office of the auditor general back in it was released i think in december 2017 that was providing like inform more information about the state of provision of mental health care services in kenya and it highlighted several issues and it was using Mathari Hospital as, a, as, a, as that big example. For example, the, uh, we won't go into the numbers, but they had uh, a set of financial years and they had put the, the amount of workload versus the budget in that specific financial year. And what happened is that the analysis showed that Despite an increase in the workload, there was a decline in the funding from the government of Kenya. So workload basically means the number of uh, the patients who are seeking those services. So the number of patients has been rising, but the amount of money has been going down. You'd expect the trend to follow the same path, but it's not the case. And, uh, and, and that, was an, that was a concern going by the uh, Auditor General. Then we had an issue of the bed occupancy and the bed occupancy for people who would be seeking inpatient services was also over 100%, which means that the number of people who would wish to get inpatient services at Mathari Hospital are more, more than the number of beds available. So that so those were some of the uh, things that that uh, the, the the auditor general identified, and then there was some imagery. There was some some imagery that 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 were in the report of uh, the state of the washrooms, etc. etc. which were not in a good uh, uh, in in a good condition. When you go into the entire country as a whole, the um. The number of personnel on matters mental health is also not in a good is also not in a good uh, state. For instance, in Kenya, we have approximately because perhaps maybe in the three years there we have had at least a few more guys who have joined or guys who have left uh, the, the professions, but we have approximately get this. 92 psychiatrists serving a population of how many are we? 92 psychiatrists and let's assume the population uh, of Kenya is currently as at 48 million and we have said one in four is likely to experience so a quarter of 48 million that is how many are we? A quarter of 48 that is 12. It's 12 right? Yeah it's 12. 12 million people are vulnerable to getting into mental illness so you can imagine 92 psychiatrists serving a population of about 12 million potential mental health patients 92 instead of a minimum of 1533 we have 427 psychiatric nurses instead of 7000 666 were required. We have 41 psychologists 
instead of 3,066 were required. We have 50 medical social workers instead of 920 who are required. So look at that. It shows you that this, <laughs> solving, solving, this, solving some of these issues is not just a matter of, okay, let me, let me, let, let me set up a facility. You'll set up a facility, but buildings don't treat people. People are treated by people who have skills. So you set up a facility, but the next step is where are the people to run this facility? Such an interesting uh, situation. So that is a challenge. That is a challenge that we have. And it plays a role in that uh, inaccessibility of mental health services for people who need to get that help. Which means that, remember, uh, these are people who are not able to get that uh, assistance. So what do they do? As a potential mental illness patient, what, they, what, 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 uh, what somebody would do is that, you know, they find coping mechanisms. They find coping mechanisms. It could be uh, indulging, uh, overindulging in alcohol. It could be some form of drug abuse or or some uh, uh, very in a, some very outgoing outgoing activity uh, in a bid to get a small touch of that good life that uh, the person so much wishes to have. And then we have those who now decide to go out of their way and do their worst, which is to commit suicide. And committing suicide is not so far-fetched. Um, there was a, stat a statistics that were done by the World Health Organization. And when we narrow down to Kenya, they were, they were showing that men in Kenya are three times more likely to commit suicide than women. And I remember talking with a psychologist back back then, and he was telling me that is because women have all these support systems. You know, when women meet and talk and talk and talk, they are able to share uh, all. Uh, they are able to share a lot of issues, and in the process, even encourage each other and boost each other's morale. A problem shared is a problem I've solved. And you even told me that, in fact, they even encourage each other to even seek some of these treatments. I recall uh, 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 myself being, uh, being told that by the psychologist that even a majority of, a huge majority of the people who uh, go to his office seeking help are women. Are women. And women are very forthcoming with seeking this, uh, this, this, uh, these types of help. I know that a majority of you can relate with a challenge that you went through, a a, maybe a mental or medical challenge or, or any other form of challenge. And, 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 and a lady was, more, was quicker to telling you, why can't you just get help? Than another dude telling you, why can't you just get help? Uh, you hear guys who are on the verge of committing suicide and the only reason why they decided to go to meet the psychiatrist is because they were encouraged by the women in their lives. 
for the man number one maybe the the, the man in in the guy's life will never know so when he comes to meet them he puts up a face and even if they were to know they wouldn't be that quick to 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 do to to advise because be like eh hey, nenda kwa psychiatrist bana uko utasomewa uta uta utaulizwa maswali za ujinga like uh, take me back 15 years from from now what happened 15 years uh, how were you brought up and then that stigma inakuwa enhanced because you don't want to go and come and tell your friends that you went takuwa okay eh, so pia wewe uko na pia wewe ni softy unge unge jikaza kama mwanaume and that results in men being three times more likely to commit suicide than women and the other thing i remember was also being told that another perspective that is a bit different was that that statistic also could also be hinting at this that men and women have an equal uh, chance of thinking about committing suicide maisha ni ngumu there are times you reach and you are like hey i'm done however when it comes to executing men use more lethal methods to get the job done than women so a lady will perhaps try things like you know not trying to over drink maybe uh, hoping that they will not wake up uh, maybe getting some pills and trying to do an overdose of some pills they sleep and then they wake up but for men when a guy decides it's time to wrap it up they go big anything that they do is serious if they want to hang themselves they do it effectively and that means that for the men for the men who are listening the podcast and even the women who have men in their lives in terms of your sons your fathers your your brothers your spouses your boyfriends your friends your colleagues is that do not do not assume because when a guy begins entertaining thoughts of taking their own lives there is a very very high chance that he will succeed in that endeavor so you can see that because somebody is not getting those services it's like it it's an avalanche of like it goes back and affects everything this service is not been there is not just the services are not there and that's it. it 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 has this extremely big ripple effect on other areas of our lives and just to continue on that line of what is the state of mental health in Kenya uh the audit also uh, did something that was also uh, interesting they did an analysis of the budget uh the budgets the health budgets and in the 47 counties because health is now devolved they did an analysis in the 47 counties by going through the health budgets and found that none of these budgets had a specific provision or rather a budget line for mental health so when you go through a budget uh, a program based budget for health you will find you know medication medical supplies and and uh, machinery you're going to find personal emoluments you're going to find something like um uh, car maintenance uh, it infrastructure but there'll not be a specific provision for mental health 
which means that now mental health issues will now be sitatafutiwa hapo 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 juu tumesema kwa medical supplies just like all the other magonjwas zitatafutiwa mwanya hapo and that is a problem to to to, to be able to understand how that is a problem imagine a mental uh, a mental health patient going to a facility to a health facility that has people who have malaria typhoid pylori uh, pale uh, uh, you know and they are and and then the same they're in the same waiting room mental health patients have special needs there's a story I read if if it if it's not last year it was two years ago of a patient who was taken to uh to 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 a health facility he was a mental health he had apparently he had a mental uh, illness and while he was there i got the same word with other patients eh? he suddenly became violent and he grabbed a metal rod and he hit a patient on the head i can't remember if the patient died or, or or what happened but he hit somebody who was in the ward at that time i can't remember if it was a patient or it was just another person who was in the ward but he went he became violent all of a sudden grabbed a metal rod and hit somebody on the head so you can imagine how 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 serious this is you can imagine now you're beginning now to see how serious this is because if counties do not have a specific provision for mental health so where do mental health people get that focused and narrow focused attention uh, it means that uh, they will not and number two, it also paints an unfortunate uh, image on uh, the prioritization of mental health in Kenya so that is a serious uh, conversation that uh, we we need to have and perhaps uh, one of the things that can be done is you know uh, we can for instance I don't know if this is if this can be done through a legislation or which other uh, tool can be used but it can but one of the things that we can do is to find a, is is to have uh, mandatory uh, budget lines that are specific for mental health and i think that can be uh, something that can be pushed so so that every time every financial year every time that money is sent to counties for purposes of health um, for purposes of health there is a mandatory allocation that is specifically meant for addressing the issue of mental health that will help in setting up special wards that will help in uh, in in having a uh, um, uh, uh, more uh, medication and that is all that, that is also gonna help in just uh, incentivizing uh, more more guys to get involved in the in that in that subsector that is extremely important uh, just a, a just a small update on that story that I said uh, about the guy who uh, uh, became all of a sudden became violent yeah I've just, I've just checked right now that actually it's true yeah he became violent in the middle of the night 
in a general ward grabbed a metal rod and hit uh, uh, grabbed a, a metal rod and hit a patient on the head and unfortunately the guy died and uh, it was not just him he, he also injured six other patients and two nurses who were on duty and when the when some of the officials were, were being asked to explain you know they they explained that you know we we he came with a case of hypertension and some some bit of convulsions so we know that those 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 cases uh, do not, are not associated with any form of violence so that's why we took him to a general ward but you know what happened happened you need uh, it, it became violent and somebody lost his life so you you see like setting that uh trying to give this a bit a little bit of the seriousness that it deserves this mental health issue is gonna really go a long way in helping us to to start putting in place systems that are actually very sensitive to mental health affairs and the other thing is you know to have more guys uh, getting getting into that subsector in terms of our skills you have seen that the personnel that we have is very kidogo so we need to have a lot more people who are coming coming on board to be trained and to be uh, uh, admitted into the service uh, i get that also you know uh, it's some of them are, are actually uh, finished but they never got a job so they just decided to convert and get into other careers so we also need to incentivize uh, guys to, to to actually go for these courses uh, because you know like when somebody is looking at it you know you're like so i'll become a psychologist and then uh, what happens uh, how many pe- how many patients are psychologists do you do work or you know as well as other specific uh, medical uh, careers that that are not caught deeply into discussing they they they, they, they kind of have that feeling of so you're gonna learn and then you go where so we need to encourage guys and incentivize uh, more young people to get into these careers to learn and be able to come out and go back to service and help us because the people are there just need to be encouraged and you see with that with that very small uh, view or overview that you have just had we can therefore have a submission that the sanity of the nation is at a delicate place and leaders need to give it the seriousness that it deserves as we wait for leaders to do that and other key players we are at home with our friends with our colleagues with our teammates Let's always try to support each other, providing the support that uh, we, 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 we so much need. And that way we'll be able to keep the floodwaters at bay as we wait for the entire ecosystem to be set up and put in place so that we can move forward. Uh, they, we don't know how long it will take, you know, just like uh, mental health, just like climate change and preparing for a pandemic. They are more or less not viewed as such an agent of an issue. Then they are not just they are viewed like that until when it happens, and then you're like, ah, yeah, we had actually been told to prepare, but we didn't prepare. So we might not know how long it will take. However, we hope that uh, 
uh, that stuff will start get uh, stuff will begin to be uh, done uh, so that it can help not only our future kids but it can also help ourselves our parents the society in general so before we get there let's just help one another and by doing so we'll be able to continue to help uh, our beloved country we'll be able to help our beloved country in what in what way there are statistics that that are done uh, that were done uh, on the level of uh, productivity you know the level of productivity that uh, people with um, people with 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 mental illness uh, 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 have at the workstation and i remember it was saying something close to when you compare uh, a normal uh, a person who is okay a person who, who is not having any challenges at all when you compare the amount of hours they lose in a day it was something close to one an hour and a half so if you don't have any illness you're okay you only lose like an hour and a half per week but for people who are depressed they lose around 5 hours 36 minutes a week yeah a week so yeah i think i think i can recollect myself like when you compare a person a person who is okay they lose around just an hour and a half per week of productivity maybe maybe to anakuwa me anakuwa na get disoriented kidogo in a week that is an hour and a half but for people who are depressed for people who are depressed they lose 5 hours 5 hours 36 minutes so you can see that huge loss of productivity and that huge loss of productivity will be felt by all of us so this is not just something for uh, for just governments that is also something for ourselves as individuals and as citizens who help each other every day from morning till evening so let's help each other and things will be okay Sometimes I lay under the moon I think God I'm breathing and I pray don't take me soon cuz I am here for reasons Sometimes in my tears I drown but I never let it get me down So when negativity surrounds I know Additional resources used 
is the pain by Desiree and one day by Matisse Yahoo.